Breathing in air, the fake ain't phony, they're just seeing impaired Cause you believe what you see or believe what ain't there The real world is twisted and to me it ain't fair Cause greedy people seem Welcome to the voices in my head The intro and outro music is West and Coast by the High Council You can check them out on SoundCloud Welcome back Came across something crazy yesterday And that is James O'Keefe of Project Veritas Is about to be fired from Project Veritas. And I'm thinking, what? He is Project Veritas. How can you fire him? And however, that seems to be the case. Now, before I get into the diff- the two different articles that I have on this, I know when we talk about polarizing individuals, it's very easy to allow our emotions to run away with what we're talking about. And it's hard to stay objective. And I try my best to do that. I mean, it's like if we're going to talk about Donald Trump, if you love Donald Trump, it's hard to be objective with his faults. If you hate Donald Trump, it's hard to be objective with his good things that he did while he was president. And they were good things. It's just that if you hate Donald Trump, you're not even willing to consider them or even look at them. Same thing goes for Joe Biden. If you if you hate Joe Biden, everything he's done has been wrong. And I don't think so. I think there, he has positive things he's, he's done as president, or at least his administration has done. And if you love Joe Biden, you can't see any of his faults. And it's the same thing with James O'Keefe. Very polarizing on both sides. If you're a conservative, you love him. If you're a progressive Democrat, you hate him. So let's set that aside and just look at an objective view of how do you fire somebody that is really the face of an organization. And hopefully as the firing comes out, we'll find out more details. But right now, right, we, all we have is, is accusations, rumors, and innuendos. So I'm on NewYorkMagazine.com or NYMag.com. The article is dated February 8th, 2023. The headline is, James O'Keefe is on paid leave from Project Veritas. James O'Keefe, the founder and chairman of Project Veritas, has taken a paid leave from the conservative nonprofit media organization as his board considers whether to remove him from his leadership position, according to current and former employees of the organization. Now, right there is a key part. He's nonprofit. Now, I'm not sure if he's a 5013C or exactly what type of nonprofit he is. Most nonprofits, it's usually started by an individual, but you have to have a board that actually is in control. It's not individual. So if they are a, especially a 5013C, James O'Keefe is not the controlling person. He has to bring in a board that has the authority to make the overall decisions and has the ability to fire him if they decide. Now, being a 501 or being a nonprofit, they raise money. And I just saw on Twitter, they did a huge fundraiser after the whole Pfizer expose where they were showing that Pfizer was doing some type of quote, Gain of function research. I put that in quotes because there's a technical definition of that. They may not actually be meeting that definition. People, a lot of the people that give money to Project Veritas are giving it because of James O'Keefe. So I'm baffling, baffled as a nonprofit, you're getting rid of the spokesperson or the face of Project Veritas. It says an internal message sent to Project Veritas employees by the organization's executive director, Daniel. Strack said that O'Keefe would be taking, quote, a few weeks of well-deserved PTO. <laughs> it's like, nah, BS. No, he is on paid leave and he's got he's out of there. They're trying to decide what to do with him. An image of the message was shared by a source familiar with the organization's internal operations and its authenticity was confirmed by a current employee. When reached for a comment on his personal cell phone, O'Keefe said nothing in response and did not respond to follow-up calls and text messages. 
Through a Project Veritas spokesman, Strack later released a statement on behalf of the organization, quote, Like all newsrooms at this stage, the Project Veritas Board of Directors and Management are constantly evaluating what the best path forward is for the organization. The statement writing part, and once again, we all know that's code or corporate speak for, yeah, we're going to get rid of them. We're just trying to figure out the best way to play this up in the uh, in the news and have a good PR spin on it. It did not directly address questions about O'Keefe's employment status. Quote, there are 65 employees at Project Veritas dedicated to continuing the mission to expose corruption, dishonesty, waste, fraud, and other misconduct in both public and private institutions, the statement read. To our supporters, we hear you, we care about you, and we will never give up. Once again, just the PR spin. Right now, I would not be surprised. It's just me theorizing. He, James O'Keefe is keeping his mouth shut. His lawyer is in negotiations with the board on a severance package. How much money is he going to get? And obviously, with any of these type of severance packages, even for rank and file workers, we'll include a clause saying, you got to keep your mouth shut. You cannot talk about this. You cannot badmouth Project Veritas. And it may even include a no-compete clause that he doesn't start a similar in-kind organization next week. Now, they're going to have to pay him handsomely to for him to sit on the sidelines for a year. Now, usually a no-compete will have a time limit on there or a time clause. But at the same time, I would not be surprised if Daily Wire, Breitbart, one of these other big organizations is going to hire him up very quickly to do a podcast, do a show, pretty much the same way Ben Shapiro, Candace Owens, all these other conservative pundits are doing and pay him very handsomely to do something like that. Or he may be like Steven Crowder and go do his own thing. And maybe not instead of doing the stings, he is doing just a commentary podcast or TV show. I'm going to skip down. It just goes on to some history about Project Veritas. A meeting of the Project Veritas board is scheduled for Friday when O'Keefe's potential removal is set to be discussed, according to one source familiar with the matter. The source said that Project Veritas was currently divided between a group of employees who were who are perceived to be loyal to O'Keefe, including his communication advisor, R.C. Maxwell, and the board, which has been dissatisfied with what it perceives as O'Keefe's mismanagement. And that's the key is... I'm going to jump over to a different article in a minute to get into the difference that, but that that's the key. And, and that makes sense. When you start an organization from the ground up, most of the original long-term employees are going to be loyal to O'Keefe. And that, that's just human nature. They helped him start it. They were there, you know, getting hardly any money, making any money. They believed in the project. They believed in what he was doing and they stood by him and they are loyal to the T. For him, it's the later employees that are hired from other organizations to help maybe bring a professional bent to Project Veritas that they may have worked in New York Times, Newsweek, or some other professional journalist organizations. And they're the ones that are butting heads. You know, it's sort of like the startup company. You know, you're working out of someone's garage and finally you you get, you start going big and a lot larger and you're hiring in professional CFOs and CPAs and the project managers. And you start butting heads with the original people that are just used to flying by the seat of their pants and not having any organization structure. So you're going to, you're in, and that's normal. So you're going to have that type of conflict. Now on the, the different rumors of what's going on and different stuff, I think all this is coming from Daily Beast. And when I Googled O'Keefe and Project Veritas, there were several articles and everyone seems to be referring back to the Daily Beast. So they're just regurgitating the Daily Beast. Now, Daily Beast is a very progressive. However, they do have a way. They're they're the the mirror image of Project Veritas. They do get insiders to give them information. 
It, just like O'Keefe does. So even though they are very progressive, I, I have a feeling, this is my personal opinion, their sources are valid. They do have good sources. So they had, this article is dated February 8th, 2023. The headline is James O'Keefe, quote, outright cruel to Project Veritas employees. Internal memo alleges. It's, it had the bullet point up here at the top. Employees allege O'Keefe wasted money on his theater dreams, berated staff, and even took a sandwich from a pregnant woman. Now, when I read that, y- yes and no, it it makes it seem like he just walked up to a, it was supposedly an eight-month eight month pregnant woman and just snatched the sandwich out of her hand. And he could have been saying, hey, I'm super hungry. And she's like, oh, I got an extra sandwich. Here you go. And yes, a pregnant woman gave a sandwich, but was it snatched out of her hand or did she hand it to him? And he, he did take it from her hand because she handed it to him and it was voluntary. And she she had already eaten. Maybe this was a leftover. Maybe she she wasn't as hungry that day. I mean, there was no telling. So this article starts off with the undercover video operation run by right-wing operative James O'Keefe is in turmoil. Yes, if you get rid of the top guy, it's going to be in turmoil. Now, was it in turmoil before? Don't know. Racked by unhappy donors and O'Keefe's outright cruel behavior towards his staff, according to an internal memo signed by a third of its employees. So two-thirds are happy with him, only one-third are unhappy. And once again, are these long-term employees or are these the newbies that came in from other organizations that don't like, they want a more professional atmosphere or a structured atmosphere? Don't know. Now, as far as unhappy donors, I know they raised a lot of money recently. I I don't have their numbers. So is it really that they're not raising enough money or is it a handful of the people that write out six-figure checks, seven-figure checks to them that are unhappy? And that's usually when you're talking with donors, that's that's the one that gets the board attention. Average Joe Blow that's sending in 10, 50, 100 bucks, even though there may be thousands of those, people don't care about that. It's the guy that or gal that can go in during a fundraiser and write out a six-figure check, a seven-figure check. They're the ones that get all the attention. Back to the article, working for O'Keefe at Project Veritas can mean being, quote, publicly humiliated by him and what amounts to, quote, public crucifixions and even being required to take a lie detector test, his unhappy employees write in the memo. Quote, I would describe Project Veritas' current environment with this saying, Quote, the beatings will continue until morale improves, one disgruntled staff wrote in the memo. I believe that's true. I believe there are people that unhappy, and I can see this being true, not from anything I know about James O'Keefe, it's just that when people have this meteoric rise to fame or power, unless they really have a strong moral character about them, they get entitled. And we've seen situations, I think it was Don Lemon just was in the news because he was berating a different, one of his co-stars or one of his co-anchors or, you know, people on the set with him and she left in tears. I mean, we see all different types of videos of these different TV news personalities that are just, they, on screen, they're, they're personable, they're caring, they're loving, but behind the scenes, they are just a terror to their co-workers. So this would not surprise me. On Monday, Project Veritas staffers presented the nonprofit's board with the document covering his behavior, saying they were, quote, troubled and frustrated by O'Keefe's management style. Later that day, the board voted to reinstate two executives O'Keefe fired a week earlier while O'Keefe went on paid leave. Once again, if if I remember correctly, he started this pretty much right out of college. He started his undercover journalism with the, I think it was Acorn, 
which was a nonprofit that Barack Obama had something to do with. And he went in acting like a pimp and he had his girls and he was trying to get some benefits or something. If he never actually had some formal management training, he's treating this as he does relationships. And if he's abusive in his relationships, not saying he is, once again, I'm just saying that if he hasn't had professional training or someone mentoring him on how to be a good leader and a good boss, and he's just trying to figure it out on his own, it's very, very easy to lash out to people and be upset that people are not responding the way you want or doing the job the way you want. You're treating them more like a dysfunctional family rather than a professional organization. I, I'm thinking this may, may be true. We'll see. Once again, this is just my opinion. And I actually like James. I like Project Veritas. I love their undercovers things. I love, I mean, to me, that's what journalism should be. Let's go undercover, just like the folks that were going undercover into the different uh, farms, animal processing plants to see how animals were being treated. I love that. I think we need to expose what's going on behind the scenes. Back to the Daily Beast article. The internal dissension comes as Project Veritas faces a number of threats, including an FBI investigation. Now, Yes, there is investigation. It's bogus. There is nothing going to happen to him. He is so well protected as a journalist organization. So many court rulings has him so protected. The FBI went after him because he got a hold of Hunter Biden's daughter's diary that exposed some weird stuff going on in that family. And the FBI raided his house. And the judges already slammed the FBI multiple times on their behavior. So th- there's, there is no real... FBI. I mean, technically there is an FBI investigation. Are, is Project Veritas going to be indicted or is O'Keefe going to be indicted? No, they are super, super protected. An ex-employee's lawsuit alleging O'Keefe's oversaw a raucous sexually charged workplace complete with at least one drug overdose. Now, obviously now that can get him in trouble with sexual harassment, sexual assault, doing drugs and an overdose. Now, once again, we've got to watch how we turn these doing drugs are they smoking pot okay who cares doing lines of coke heroin meth yes that's serious and having an overdose it says there's more than just marijuana once again it's it's how we use these terms oh fbi investigation yeah the fbi did raid his house the judge already slapped them for how they were handling the situation and he is very well protected so nothing's really going to happen other than you're wasting money on attorneys all right they were they were doing drugs what type of drugs Smoking marijuana, oh, who cares? If they're doing it after hours, just like people may sit out, you know, sit outside or go for drinks after work. No difference, at least in my opinion. Now, sexually charged workplace where you're sexually harassing individuals, yeah, no place for that. And then it talks about a group of laid off staffers in December. Were these laid off because they raised issues about the drugs and the sex harassment or was there a real reason they were laid off or was it retaliation? Once again, that can come back to bite them legally. Back to the article, the memo, which was obtained by the Daily Beast, covered its founders demanding an allegedly abusive treatment of his staff and even laying out concerns that Project Veritas will soon collapse entirely as donors and employees flee. 16 staffers signed their names to the memo, according to the document. Quote, James has become a power drunk tyrant, one staff complained in the memo. Once again, I was sort of saying that, that it's very easy for someone very young upstart to start acting like this and, and we, a lot of times you see it with athletes that they they have nothing and all of a sudden they have this money and they just run amok doing drugs women hookers getting in trouble and not realizing hey i got to be a respectable adult i represent a team i got young kids looking up to me wanting to be like me let me be a role model 
The memo details a series of bizarre incidents and one during a September 2022 trial against a Democratic consulting firm that O'Keefe later lost. An employee complained that O'Keefe berated them in front of jurors because he needed something to eat. Ultimately, the employee alleged O'Keefe took a sandwich from a heavily pregnant woman to state his hunger. Now, once again, did he just snatch it or did she offer it? Now, she may have felt compelled to offer it because here's the boss yelling and she's like oh i just need him to stop yelling but once again quote i was yelled at in front of jurors because he was hungry and then he took the eight month pregnant woman's sandwich the account reads well i like to talk to the woman once again we may not know the whole story there could be two ways to read this now if he just snatched it out of the hand yes that he could in another apparent reference to o'keefe a staffer complains about employees at project veritas getting spat upon world one you can spit in an employee's face over a tweet the message read true story once again, there's two different ways to look at this. Was he just yelling and irate? And as he's yelling, spit is flying from his mouth? Or did he intentionally spit in someone's face? And there's two different ways to read it. And the person that got spit on may not care that there's a difference. But to me, there is a difference because I've accidentally, you're, you're excited, you're talking to somebody and spit does come out of your mouth just when you're talking. And it's never intentional. You don't mean to spit on somebody, but it happens. So I want to know more details. And obviously, the devil's always in the details. The memo's author described O'Keefe as a paranoid, so fearful of leakers within his organization that he set up at least one, quote, mole hunt complete with private investigators and a lie detector test. Most staffers were purportedly required to return to the group's New York headquarters for an interview with the investigator. That makes complete sense because someone that does all these undercover things I can see being paranoid that someone's going to undercover sting him. It's like the old adage that the partner that is cheating will start accusing the other partner of cheating because it's, hey, if I'm cheating, then my partner must be cheating also. So you have that same type of guilt. So just his whole nature of his organization that we go undercover and we put moles into different organizations to spy on people, someone's doing that to us also. It's a, you start building that paranoia that and that makes complete sense. Now, whether he called in lie investigators and uh, lie detector tests, well, records will show that. Did the company pay a private investigator? Did they hire a lie detector person? In other incidents, a top O'Keefe lieutenant was required to take a polygraph as part of a leak investigation. Quote, if you can't trust your own team, let alone your own team leaders, what kind of trust do you claim to have? One employee claimed in the memo describing the lie detector test. Once again, if I'm one of his top people and, and I'm working for him, he comes to me, I'm like, dude, if you think I'm doing you any wrong, fire me right now. I'll walk. I don't care. If you, you do not trust me, fire me. I mean, I'm not taking a lie detector test. Your choice. Then it talks about his verbal abuse, widespread use of verbal abuse, public humiliation, public crucifixions at O'Keefe's hands in front of donors and other employers. Now, that could be the donors complaining that they're seeing O'Keefe berate people. In one instance, the employees claim O'Keefe called Project Veritas staff staffer Spencer Meads, a staffer so prominent in the group that the FBI raided his home, a pussy. They were raided and James still called Spencer that name, their, their memo reads. Then, then it goes in how he's using the money to promote his theatrical ambitions. <laughs> in December, Project Veritas acknowledged improperly giving O'Keefe $20,500 in excess benefits to pay for Project Veritas staff to accompany him to Virginia as he performed a lead role in a production of the musical Oklahoma. <laughs> oh boy, this is crazy. 
And he goes on that other donors didn't like his treatment of his employees. When a woman, O'Keefe, had asked for a $75,000 check, we requested a picture with him. According to Memo, he very rudely refused. So someone is offering to give $75,000 to this organization. And she's like, I just want to take a selfie with you. You take a selfie with her. I, I mean, yeah, this is crazy. She was humiliated to the point of tears. And this could be part of the donors and probably one of the donors. I'm writing out a high five-figure check at a fundraiser. And I'm like, hey, can I just get a, a selfie with you? And that makes sense. I, I'm, I love this organization. I want to take a selfie. I'm meeting the president. I'm doing a fundraiser with the president. Let me get a selfie with the president. I can hang it on my mantle or put on my office at work to show how important I am. This is crazy. And like I said, I the Daily Beast is very progressive. At the same time, they do their undercover work and they do get people talking to them. They are the political opposite of Project Veritas. So I, I'm going to lean towards the Daily Beast has a good handle on what is going on. Assuming Daily Beast is correct, I anticipate to see James O'Keefe being fired on Friday and rightly so. And if the if the big donors are the ones upset, the problem Project Veritas now has is how do we communicate this without trashing him? And what's the PR message? This is going to be a tough for them because they're going to hurt with a lot of the smaller donors that just love him, think he's the greatest thing since sliced bread, and they're going to stop giving. So we're going to have to see how this turns out. I may do a follow-up as, as things come out on Friday. Very exciting. Thanks for listening. I could run the whole block just from walking the line. Pocket is prime. These are the thoughts of my mind. And I'm a straight rider, never stopping the sign. And I'm only slowing down if I'm stopping the sign. Six figures on the check before I'm jotting the line. It goes one for the money, two for the clothes, three for the honeys, and a four for the flows. Five O's and six.